Hey guys, uh, welcome to Podcast Town. It's Chris. We're here to do an episode. Um, I'm here with Rob. Obviously, Rob, welcome. Thanks. Um, where do you, what are you welcoming me to? I'm in my house. So. Yeah, like no, just the show. Me. I'm like having me over. Like I'm not a guest, really. I'm welcoming you to the podcast, Rob. Oh obviously. yeah, welcome. Thanks for welcoming me, and welcome yes. uh, all you listeners out there who've tuned in for this episode, whatever, wherever, and doing whatever uh, you are. Okay, yeah. And so Rob's like very excited, and you could probably tell from he's got you know that that little extra something in his voice that's just telling you he's he's amped up. And I could tell. I don't know if you could tell, but I could tell. Um, and this is kind of what this episode's going to be a little bit different. We're not going to play you another cool podcast that you don't know about. This is actually a special session that we've been called to. I've been called to, I guess you could say, by Rob. Um, because Rob has some... Yes? No, go go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just so anxious to talk. Yeah, I know you are. And you like, will talk. I can't wait till we get to it. You will be able to talk, I promise, okay. and explain right. yourself. But Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're the host. You're the host. I'm the co-host. I'm sorry. So, Rob has been emailing me a lot lately. Like a lot. Yep. And emailing me these documents. And Tons they, of documents. Uh, yep. And they're... Sorry, I, just really eager to talk. I'm yeah. Sorry. And you, you'll, t- you'll get to explain it in a second. I just want to set the scene. You've been emailing me these documents. No, there's stage directions to set the scene. Well, and speaking of stage directions, yeah, there's some of that in this because what you have been emailing me is your personal fan fiction that you have been writing and you have been begging to read on the podcast. And you've been saying that fan fiction as a, you know, as an art form, you call it, um, doesn't get enough exposure outside of like Reddit and Yahoo uh, answers or where, I don't know where people are posting fan fiction these days. Yeah. Mostly uh, Quora Yahoo Quora. answers and uh, like, uh, like on the 70th page on ask Jeeves is where you can find this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so you've been posting it there. It hasn't been getting a lot of traction, but you asked me if we could do just one episode of the podcast where we get into your fan fiction and, and let people hear it. And so, Yes, we will do that. And so my first question to you was, what is the fan fiction? Like, what is it fan fiction of? And your response was, just wait, was the first thing you said. And I was like, okay, but can you get, can you narrow it down a little bit? Is it like, is it? And I was like, wait for it. And then you were like, Hamilton. And I was like, no, it's not Hamilton. Right. But you, what you said was that. I did write fan fiction about Hamilton. I wrote like an alternative ending. You sent me a bunch of that too, but this is not what we're we're reading today. You, you said your biggest problem with fan fiction is that it is limiting. So like you were reading. The universe is set, right? Like there's characters and like they have history and there's canon you have to live by. And that's all stuff that's been set by like the greedy inventors of the, of the content themselves, right? Like they get all the credit. The fan fiction guys don't get enough credit for this stuff. I'm sorry. You're explaining yeah. it. Go ahead. No, I know. That, and that's what you told me. And you said that basically with this piece of fan fiction that you're, you've written and that we're going to read, um, you kind of like smirked a little bit and you said, I'm going to blow the fucking lid off this whole shit. And I was like, what does that mean? And you said, again, just wait. 
You'll see. You'll see. And basically what I think what you're getting at is that um, fan fiction is limiting in a genre or a thing. So like if you wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan fiction, chances are all of the characters are going to be characters from the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And maybe you can like introduce a few like new ones. But right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like the core characters, right? And and yes, unless you're and, doing like the next generation, and then you can kind of do like whatever you want. But sure, right? But what you've said is that that concept with yours is out the window. In any, it's an anything goes uh, world that you've created. Yeah. So we don't have to abide by the rules of like what's happened in the past in like literature or right film, right? Why do we have to be tied down by those constructs? Yeah, I guess so. So I guess we'll read it. I have not read this. So we'll do this. We'll take a few minutes and we'll just check this off. Listeners, thank you for taking us, you know, uh, t- taking this journey with us because honestly, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know if it's good. Don't know anything about it, but, but we can get into it. So, um, yeah, but I, I, I will say like I positive feedback only and please take this seriously because like I think this pretty much amounts to my life's work oh okay this this right here this like five page thing yeah yeah yeah. amounts to your life's work i I, i'm not i haven't accomplished a lot but you know (laughs) all right well let's just i guess we'll get into it so i will start with uh now how do you want to do this do you want i I'll, i'll read the the scene description and then we can just take turns, I guess, on the people who are speaking. Yeah, I think I think that works. Um, why don't you just read the 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 uh, stage direction? Um, I can start with the first character. Okay, that's yes, that's fair. Oh, that's, um, uh, do you want to start with the first character? I I don't look. If I don't you read know. It, I don't I'm sure you matters. might feel like you see yourself in some of these characters. So, like, if you'd like to to do that, then you know, you know, uh, yeah, take your I, pick. Whatever. I'll start with the first character, I guess. Okay, that sounds good. (sighs) Interior, Super Mario's Castle, Day. Super Mario and his dad sit in big leather chairs in front of a roaring fireplace. They look very relaxed as they take big puffs on their Cuban cigars and sip their whiskeys. And okay, and this is Mario speaking, and it says specifically here, speaking with no offensive Italian accent, so I will not be doing the accent. Well, Luigi, nothing like relaxing at the end of a long work day. Um, okay, so it says Mario's dead. Oh, go ahead. You, you so, say the next well, yeah, line. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're really in, yeah, like, <laughs> Luigi's actually Mario's dad. It's a whole, like... Okay. It's a whole thing. Um, but that's the canon here is that Luigi is not just Mario's brother. He's also Mario's father. That's why he's taller than him. Got it. All right. Right. Okay. Okay. You're telling me, brother, those pipes overflowing with sheet weren't going to fix themselves. Am I all right? All right. So it said for Mario, speaking with no offensive Italian accent, it didn't have any notes about it's called here Mario's dad, but it is Luigi. So you it's went, Luigi, yeah. so, and he does have an offensive Italian accent. I wouldn't call it offensive. I would call it an Italian okay. accent. No, I mean, he sounds like Luigi, I guess. All right, fine. Um, the pipes overflowing with shit. Uh, 
Wonder Those Woman. Are, uh, character actors, yeah. Wonder Woman comes in from the hallway looking so pissed off. Well, if it isn't my beautiful wife. <laughs> yep. And then I, I've always pictured, I, look, I, I haven't seen Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, the, the new ones on HBO max, but, um, I do assume that, um, she, she talks like George Costanza's mom. Um, and it, the character is played by her, uh, in, in, in this one. And you explicitly called that out. It says wonder woman in parentheses before she talks, it says talking like George Costanza's mom, because it's actually her. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we can get, uh, George Costanza's mom to, to play wonder woman. I, I think she's perfect for the role. Okay. Go ahead, I guess. Mario, you lazy bag of bones. Get off your fat ass and make dinner. I've been waiting all day solving military crimes, and you've just been sitting here getting drunk? (laughs) Okay. Okay, fine. Pizza bagels, anyone? Of course! Mario gets... Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's the scene. So now, you wrote this, right? Didn't you write this? You know, you don't know the difference between the lines and the scene description? No, I did write it, but like, I just get so into the character. I just want to keep going. Okay. Mario gets up to make the pizza bagels when he sees Dick Tracy in the kitchen fixing the sink. Hashtag branded content. Um, Mario. Thanks, Dick. Appreciate the help. Okay. And now another... There's character. another character who's not introduced who's about to start talking. <laughs> Enters. Um, you just have to know that it's Randy from Home Improvement. So you like you as the audience are just going to recognize that it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas, right? Right. But like so, he's going to be older now. Like he's like in his like his thirties, right? But so what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to like CGI. We're going to have to get a child and CGI the face onto him, just like they did with Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian. <laughs> We're going to have to do this. So we have to get that technology, but I think we can pull it off. And this is like pre going to like Africa and solving AIDS, Randy. It's not like getting cancer, Randy. It's not that one. It's just like normal kid, Randy. It okay? seems like, uh, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It seems like a lot of work for what I, from what I can tell, this is his only line. Yeah. All right. So I'll take this one. I, I won't put, the, put this one on you then. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Hey, Mario, can I go play catch with my friends down at the soccer field? No. Mario takes the pizza bagels out of the freezer and bites into one. Holy shit, I'm late for my Zoom call. Um, Mario goes to his computer, which is Ziggy, the beeping computer thing from Quantum Leap. Ziggy, show me princess. Uh, Jasmine from the new Aladdin pops up on the screen. Who is these? Whoops, wrong number. Ha ha ha. And then it his in the dialogue there's the smiley face that you make with a colon and a parentheses. Well, so he has to make that face. That's a direction on emotion. Okay. And then the winky one with the So semicolon. he has to smile at her and then he has to wink at her. Okay. Uh Princess Diana pops up on the screen. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so she's a. I just want to clarify, like she's alive. This isn't like this. So this is if Princess Diana didn't die. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, like, I, I guess I. Understand she lived, that. and she's also like, in my mind, still married. Uh, like she's still the Princess of Wales. Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, hello, Super Mario. Thanks for calling. I have a big problem. Scrappy-Doo and Chandler from Friends stole all my diamonds, and now they're out roaming the streets playing the knockout game. You must stop them before they get to Rick Moranis. One more punch and he'll die. Help me, sexy Mario. You're my only hope. Mario swallows the rest of his pizza bagel. No, he does. Like, it's like three quarters of the pizza bagel left, and it's a whole pizza bagel. And I believe it was still frozen when he bit it. Yes. So it's basically like taking a giant horse pill that looks like a pizza bagel. Okay. And I'll, I mean, okay. okay. We'll just finish. We're almost at the end of this. Scene. You take the stage direction now, yeah. please. <clears throat> looks like I've got a job to do. Let's go, main guy from Deadwood. Roger that. End of act one. End of act one. Okay. So that's... This is all exposition, right? We're just kind of setting it up at this point. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. It's interesting to me. There's a lot here, right? Um, and you did ask for notes, right? You you said positive feedback only, but you did ask me to comment on what I think of it. Well, what right? you loved about it, I think is what I did yes. say in my email. I was like, just tell me what you loved about it. Okay. Well, here's... Okay. So what I loved, I guess, about this... Um, no one has an accent at all, except for Luigi. Mm-hmm. Um, even Princess Diana, or I guess Jasmine did a little bit for her one line. Princess Diana. Yeah, but that was just a show that she was like Middle Eastern, you know? Right. But Princess Diana, who's British, I would have thought you could have. Yeah, I just tried to make her like a breathy, sexy woman because that's the way I think about a Princess Diana. Okay. I really thought of her as like British. Yeah. Well, I guess. Okay. So let's, I'll say this. I'll, I, what I love about it um act one it's very short (laughs) i love that about it that's great um they we've set up the problem you know there's a problem statement here i guess they have to go stop scrappy do and chandler from friends do you not know his last that character's last name no i didn't have time to look it up okay like i i i I was gonna go on bing and search for it (laughs) But like then I was like, oh god, I don't have time. It's a lot of work. I'll just write from friends. Okay, um, and they're gonna, I guess, go go look for them, but so that they stop them from playing yeah. the knockout game before they punch Rick Moranis and kill him. Yeah, because like I think we all know, like Rick Moranis is just like one punch away from dying. <laughs> it does like, seem that's, that like, way. like that's real life, right? <laughs> yeah, he's already been a victim of the knockout game. <laughs> This is but like devastating more punch, to him. Like he'll actually, yeah, it was devastating. So, um, I mean, that's the main plot here is to save Rick Moranis. All right, great. Uh, All I right. guess I could have done Princess Die in a like in a British accent. Well, but I don't know what that would. Sa- I can't do like a sexy British accent though. And are you? Is the goal that you are playing these parts when? Like, do you want to film this? I said, do want I do want to film this. I don't think I can get the girl who played Princess Diana from The Crown. Like I don't think that she's available for this. Right. But I'm pretty sure I can get George Costanza's mom. If she's alive. I'm not even sure that that's No, I think only Jerry Stiller's dead. I think she's alive. Okay, great. Well then she's probably available. She doesn't she play uh she plays Mrs. Potato Head in Toy Story. Uh maybe. I think so. Anyway, <laughs> 
Anyway, all right. So Hello, on to- Super Mario. Thanks <clears throat> for calling. I have a big problem. Scrappy-Doo and Chandler from Friends stole all my... Di- See, it just no. doesn't work. Yeah, no, that's no good. <laughs> um, okay, let's get in, I guess, the next page. Act 2 starts. Um, interior. The time to make the donuts guy's house. Yeah, you know the, the Dunkin' Donuts guy. Yes, right? no, I know who okay. that is. All yeah, right. Roger Rabbit, Elvira... And Niles Crane have just finished a three-way. Sweat is pouring off of them as they lie in bed and puff their Cuban cigars. <laughs> Niles sighs. <laughs> it says, Niles, go ahead. Mamma mia, that was a good sex. Now, why does he have a thick Italian accent? Well, he had an accent. He had a British accent, I think. What? Or maybe not even. Maybe he was just like very smart. No, he was Italian. He was not Italian. Yes, and he was. By the way, it says end of act two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was act two. That was it. Okay. And they, they don't show any of the sex scene. They only just finished the three-way. Sweat is pouring off of them, it says. And again, they're lighting Yeah, I don't know smoking. how we're going to do that with like special effects. We might have to do that with like CGI. And well, they, Roger, it's also Roger Rabbit is there. So there's got to be, right? This is not a live action. Is it going to be the cartoon Ro- Roger Rabbit in the bed with Elvira and Niles? No, I think we were just going to do like a furry for that one. Oh, a guy in like an Easter Bunny outfit or something? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just get, yeah, just get a dude in an Easter Bunny get costume. Okay. I think that'd be fine. That would be fine. We, All right. I think when I was thinking about this though, I think that was going to be Jessica Rabbit. But um, yeah, Roger works too. Oh, you meant it to be Jessica Rabbit? That's what I wanted, but yeah, again, like, just kind of rushed through this one. Okay. You rushed through this one. This is your life's work. My life's work. This isn't, uh, yeah, I mean... You told me you spent we, 30 hours per page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess we go to Act 3. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. <clears throat> um... Exterior, Gotham City, night. Scrappy-Doo stands shaking off his fist, having just punched a stranger in the face walking down the street. All right, who's next to get their lights punched out? Oh, you got to say it like Scrappy-Doo. Come on, we know okay. how he talks. Um, All right, who's next to get their lights punched out? Like, that's scrappy Okay, well, how about, you know what? You be Scrappy-Doo. Sounds Fine. good? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, who's next to get their lights punched out? Chandler from Friends brings a lighter up to his up to sp- brings a lighter up to spark his Cuban cigar. <laughs> he also has a Cuban cigar. Interesting. Yeah, that's a theme here. He takes a long drag and puffs out a plume of smoke in big rings. Um, and then this just says. It says it's it's written as dialogue for Chandler, and it does say Chandler Bing. <laughs> so that's interesting because you appear to know it here, but you all called him Chandler from Friends right above that. Well, so what happened was it was uh, when I was writing it, I was like Big Rings Chandler, Big Rings Bing, and then I figured it out. Right. I just I didn't have time to go back and change it up above. You didn't you have know? time to go back. Like it was spent- fine. People know who Chandler from Friends is. Why do we need to be consistent with the naming? I guess that's true. But what I was going to say is that it it's written as dialogue and it says Chandler is saying it, but instead of words, it just says 
in parentheses, insert extremely hilarious, sarcastic comment here once you think of it. Yeah. And that's like... That's a note that's to a you? For, that's a bit for me, and that's a bit to like, you know, you want to give the actors room to breathe in the space. So it's a bit of direction right. for them in the event that I don't come up with something. Okay. Because I on this page, I'm going to tell so, you, 29 of the 30 hours I spent on this page were literally just trying to figure out what to put there. And so you're saying... Because you couldn't think of one, you're making the actor on the spot come up with what is a extremely funny, sarcastic comment. Yeah, I think like I am delegating responsibility here, right? right. Like as as a leader, right? As the writer, director, uh, not producer, because I'm not going to fund this. But as the writer, director, yeah, I'm going to give direction and delegate to, you know, those on set. Um, Okay, fine. Uh, so we'll just leave that as, you know, it, the actor will have to think of it on the spot. All right. Next line. Scrappy doo. Ha ha ha. Oh, Chandler, you are truly the master of snark. That was a very funny comment. You just made just so good. Really, really putting a lot of pressure now on that line. Unnecessarily, might I add, you didn't have to. Have them comment on how listen, good it was. Listen, but by the time we get this out there, I'll like all I figured out. It'll come to me in a moment of genius. <laughs> okay. I'm sure. And now Chandler does speak here. It says, "Thanks. I just thought of it off the top of my head just now. No joke." And I think that's how it's actually going to come. It might, <laughs> especially if I delegate it to to the actor playing Chandler. Matthew is Perry. That, is it Matthew Perry? Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> and now Chandler for the golden goose Rick Moranis look here he comes now a man in a long trench coat and fedora walks slowly out of the shadows as he looks up we see it is actually Super Mario expecting someone else shithead holy fuck Mario and oh it holy fuck Mario and Scrappy do simultaneously pull lightsabers out and have a legit epic battle better than all the lightsaber fight scenes in all the star Wars movies combined. It is truly impressive. <laughs> and like with the height differential, right? They're like, this is going to be a lit a bit like a Yoda count Dooku situation. Right. Um, but like without all the like stupid flips and shit, right? Like it's going to be so much more realistic than that. Okay. Um, Chandler drops his stogie in awe. Oh, did I not write uh, Cuban there? No, you I, didn't. I, I, you I'm didn't specify this time that it was I'm a Cuban to go back cigar. and fix that. <laughs> um, and again, Chandler here, instead of actually saying something, it says, parentheses, insert another comment here that is so witty and, hum- and humorous. It's got to right. be both. It's got to be both. You can't be just one of the two, otherwise you, do, you lose the crowd. Um, Mario and Scrappy-Doo can't help but laugh. And this is Mario. Uh, okay, that's a good one. You really got me there, Chandler. I'll give that one to you. Um, Scrappy-Doo chops Mario's head off with the lightsaber. It rolls into the sewer where it splashes into wet turds. <laughs> Take that! Now are you showing 
I don't mean to stop here, but like, you are you going to show it going into the into the sewer and like cut to in the sewer? I guess to show like, how do you know it's splashing? So I think what we'll have is we'll have like a camera just in the sewer as it rolls in, and then there'll be another camera pointed down. Okay, uh, actually, I think up out of the poop. And the head will land right on the camera and you'll hear like lights will go dark and it'll hear the squish. I see. But you'll know what it is that it's that it's actually wet turds. And I'm also like I'm also hoping that we'll get like smell vision by the time that we produce this. I think that'll be like the you know like the big innovation that this that this creates right like that's like 3D like that was you know uh what was uh avatar was the big 3d movie that's certainly one of them yeah like that was like the big release i'm hoping like this one could be the one that's remembered for smell vision okay and specifically because there's nothing else before this that really would elicit a, a strong smell well i don't know that we can like get the smell of like cuban cigars like condensed down into something that you can like smell in a theater or like in your living right. room but i think like poop we can figure out you could probably figure out both if you just coordinate it where wherever the movie's playing you just have someone light a cuban cigar <laughs> or any cigar like no one's gonna know it's cuban right listen i'm not scaling up like spinning up a ton of like employees and people to do this yeah okay like we want to do this in an automated fashion like with ai ml like that's how we got to do this to to do the smell of vision to get that one shot of super mario's head falling into the sewer yeah and then everyone goes oh that's how you know it's poop okay um so scrappy do said take that uh mario's head grows back from his lifeless torso he can regenerate body parts like in total recall i think he stands up and brushes himself off his face is now painted like a clown he has become joker (laughs) and the next line is for is joker nice try you mangy mutt oh and would you mind introducing me as joker uh mario slash joker takes two frozen pizza bagels from his pocket and throws them like ninja stars at scrappy doo and chandler from friends they choke to death a young attractive couple on a date walk by and are shocked at what they just witnessed it is banjo kazooie and peggy from mad men All right, so this is Banjo Kazooie, and I never played Banjo Kazooie, so I don't know what he sounds like. But I didn't uh, so either. I'm just gonna like I'm just guessing what he sounds. He's the fox guy. He's like uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you can't beat him, join him. That's actually pr- a pretty good bet on what he sounds like. I don't know either, but uh, he always just looked kind of like a like a southern yeah. Like, that's interesting. Hobo. Um, not sure why he would say that line in that moment. This is a guy who was a bystander to, a, to like several murders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, if you can't beat him, join him. They, oh, they all, okay. They all eat the rest of the delicious pizza bagels. Pizza bagels, even better frozen. The end. House lights up. House lights up. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the movie theater. In the movie theater, yes. Time to turn the house lights on so everyone can get up and applaud. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) When you're expecting applause. Uh, Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
and so that's it uh yeah and you want feedback on that as well like the whole the whole thing or what uh mm, i mean i want you to tell me what you loved about it and i want i want you to tell me like how i can make it uh the greatest movie of all time Mm -hmm. um because right now i think it's like top five and i'm sure you agree well, so number one, first thing I would point out, and again, I love this, but um, it's four pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and this is in your mind, a feature length film. Yeah. I mean, in between, we're going to have a lot of B roll. In between like what? L- Sorry. In between what and B roll of what? Okay, so for instance, um, when they're looking interior, uh, right before Act 2, interior, uh, the time to make the donut guy's house, it's going to be a lot of B-roll of his house. It's going to be like a full Zillow tour. Okay. Right? Like with the drone over top, going through all the rooms with like the 3D views. You get like oh, a full tour of the guy's mansion. And his this house is like on the market. Is this like some kind of ad campaign with Zillow? Like a well, branded... Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. branded content. I think it's a way that we can get like mansions to shoot in on the cheap is if we have branded content with Zillow, like product pla- Zillow right. product placement, basically, right? And, so and you, we're able to show yeah. the houses. So I think like every movie that we have, though, you, we want to be showing a different house that's local to the area of the movie theater. Oh, wow. But in every, in every one of those, even though it's an actual house that's on the market the end of it, they stop at a bedroom and it's where Roger Rabbit, Elvira, and Niles Crane just finished fucking. Yeah, and I think that's like, that's a bit of the draw. I think the only downside and the one thing that Zillow talked to me about was like, we don't want to show them smoking in the house because that can reduce the home value. And I was like, look guys, they're Cubans. And, um, (laughs) you know, the conversation kind of ended there. So you have not reached an agreement with Zillow. No, but I'm sure it'll come through. The deal breaker was them smoking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it makes the ceiling a little yellow. The carpet's going to stink. The drapes are going to stink. Like, you ever see, see a house where yeah, like, a no, smoker lived? It's gross. But it, but you're saying other than that, before that, they were in. Yeah, they were Zillow definitely in board. for the whole product placement idea, right? Like, mm. I approached them. I said, hey, I got this great movie. It's going to change the world. We've got Wonder Woman. We've got Niles from Frasier. Like, we have all these great characters. And um, it's going to be, like, you know, it's okay. going to be a huge hit. And what we'd like to do is we'd like to be able to shoot in these mansions, but we don't have the budget for it yet. Right. Because, you know, we spent it all on the actors. And uh, if we can shoot in in houses that are for sale on Zillow, we can do a little bit of cross-promotion. So you've done a lot of the legwork. It sounds like you said you yeah. spent your budget on the actors. You've actually hired people. I didn't no. know how far along you were in this process. <laughs> until I just now. Say, I'm not that far along more than like, I know what they cost and I've budgeted uh, that out. Right. Like I've called all of their agents uh, and, and talked about what it would take to get them for, I mean, the, the good thing about keeping it short <laughs> is we can get uh, an ensemble cast. Well, so I have a, for pretty cheap because the amount of time yeah. we need from them is not that much. It's really like an appearance. So then I have a couple of questions in that case. You've said you've looked at like who costs what. Some mm-hmm. of these are obvious, like where it says that, you know, um, uh, Wonder Woman is George Costanza's mom. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that makes total sense. You reached out to her. Or you at least know what she might cost. Who's playing Mario? 
um, because he has a big role in this, right? But there's no, unless it's Bob Hoskins from the Mario. No, no, no. no. It's going to be Johnny Leguizamo. Okay. Who played Luigi in that movie with Bob Hoskins? He's playing Mario? Yeah, yeah. He's going to be playing Mario. All right. Um, he like he actually reached out to me when he heard that I was doing this because he really he was oh. annoyed he got passed up for the role and and Hoskins got it instead of him. So he's on board. He's on board. Johnny Leguizamo's on board. He because he like he needs to get out of that Papa John's gig he's in right now. Right. Is he in Papa John's commercials? He's the he's the Papa John's voice now. Yeah. Oh, he's the voice on the commercials. He's the voiceover on the commercials talking about oh, the Papadilla. Interesting. I don't think I knew that. Um. Yeah, listen, Rob, this is uh, really good. I'll say that. Thanks. Is that what, I that's, appreciate it. That's I can't take any criticism on this because honestly, yeah. like, I've sunk so much money into it. Yeah, I could tell. You're uh, planning to, at least. To buy so many houses from Zillow. Yeah, oh, wait, I don't think I missed this. You have to buy the houses? <laughs> that was part of the deal was I had to buy the houses. I thought you were advertising houses that were for sale. Yeah, but then they hooked me up with a bunch of real estate agents, and then I got confused, what? and then I bought a bunch of houses. No, and now I've got a li- now I've got them all listed on Zillow. It was a bad move, Rob. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, mistakes were made. Yeah, I, I got to make this movie. Oh my god, your life's work. Well, and the other thing I, I did just want to point out: it has no title; it just says fan fiction. Yeah, I figured that. That's leaves the name it of the open. movie. Yeah, that's the name of the fic. That's the name of the movie. Okay, it, I figured that leaves it open to accurate. the audience to interpret what they what like what it might be. Right. I mean, it is very descriptive of what happens in this, and I will also, say, you achieved your goal. You you said I don't like that fan fiction is limiting to one thing, and this has other things and lots of things. And so, good job, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, I thank you. I yeah. mean, also, if I called it like the Super Mario. Brothers, Wonder Woman, Banjo Kazooie, uh, Fra- Niles from Frasier, Chandler from Friends, etc., uh, etc. Et as extravaganza, yeah, I'd likely get sued for the IP for all of those characters. Oh, but you're not going to by using their likeness and their names. No, in it's the different. Movie itself, it's, it's different. It's fan fiction. It's just oh, fan fiction. Just calling it fan fiction gets you off the hook legally. Are you sure about that? Have you checked with anyone? I, I have retained a lawyer. Okay. This is not the lawyer who you uh, worked through the Zillow contract with, was it? Yeah. Well, that lawyer said they don't dabble in this kind of thing. They're strictly a real estate lawyer. Right. Okay. Listen, we have to go. Um, okay thank you for the feedback i appreciate it yes you're welcome and so now i assume and i hope that the emails will cease and we don't have to talk about this again or or do it again do you need a house in uh, boise idaho i do not shit okay i'll keep trying okay uh thanks for listening everyone and we will see you next time on podcast town on behalf of podcast town i'm chris i'm rob goodbye pakistan Goodbye. Go see fan fiction coming to a theater near you and uh, go to my open house, Pakistan. <laughs>